This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Study Break. My name is Melody, and today I am here with my guest, Sophie. Hi, I'm Sophie, and I am a skincare influencer on Instagram, and I'm from Durham in the UK. Thank you so much for coming on my show. I am so excited to chat with you. This episode is going to be about acne helping your skin, being more confident, and just generally speaking, everything about skincare. So Sophie, you're a skincare influencer. And before we get started chatting about the nitty gritty of growing up with acne, what influenced you to create an account? Okay, so I started my account in the first lockdown last year, so in 2020. Um, I never really thought about sharing unfiltered pictures because I was kind of nervous to do that on my personal account and I was scared of what like my friends would think if I like posted a photo of my raw skin and what it looks like without a filter Um, and then just this one random day I thought do you know what I'm gonna start a separate account and post an unfiltered photo of my acne to see if I could like find some people that you know suffer from the same thing and like you know build a kind of community and little did I know that there's literally a whole community of people on Instagram like acne positivity people but I had no idea so I kind of just fell into that when I started my account and all these people started following me like welcome to the acne positivity like community and I was like I didn't even realize this is a thing um and then kind of I started to post more and more and now I think I have almost 20,000 followers which is crazy and it's been a year yes oh my (laughs) gosh that sounds so amazing and honestly I never discovered the whole acne positivity community either until I think a couple months ago when I started breaking out and then I went on social media, I was like, I am sure there has to be some people here talking about this. And eventually I found a bunch of accounts. And just recently I was like, oh, wait, I can actually have someone talk about this on my show. Thus, (laughs) you're here. Thanks for picking me. (laughs) oh my gosh no I absolutely love your content I first discovered you on reels actually and I was like oh my gosh like yes I already love this yeah uh uh-huh reels and then I checked out your profile I was like Sophie oh my gosh my queen I must talk to her (laughs) (laughs) that's so sweet so moving on this is definitely the part that I think a lot of my audience would feel the most connected to. So to start off, let's discuss more about your journey with acne. So how old are you right now? 
So I'm 20 right now. Um, my journey with acne started when I was about 15. Most people, especially teens, that's probably the same age when, you know, all the hormones hit, you're going through puberty, and also acne. And I, from my understanding, like a lot of teens, including myself, feel that acne is some sort of representation that makes people ugly, right? That's like the first thing that pops in your head. You're like, oh my gosh, I have acne right now. I'm so ugly. Like, why are there bumps on my skin and all of that? So can you explain more about your experience growing up with acne? Did you just have like pimples or was it like cystic, hormonal, all of that? So when I was 15, I started to get like a few pimples. It wasn't really acne. Um, and I went to boarding school. So like I didn't live with my parents and my boarding house um, parents, she said to me, oh, have you ever thought about like going to the doctors and trying some creams and things like that? Cause it started, so it started with a few and then it started to get a bit worse and I didn't really notice. And at 15, I didn't really care that much. I was just like more concerned with like having fun. And I was like, who cares? Like it's fine. But as I got to like 16 and 17, it definitely became like a huge part of my life. And it really started to affect my confidence. Um, and I did think that I used to think everyone was staring at me. I thought it was so ugly. And like, obviously there's like people at school that find it funny to like, you know, point it out and things like that. I never suffered from like bad bullying at school at all, but there were like, obviously there are people that would like comment or like point out, you know, your acne and it obviously makes you feel like really small. Um, and so yeah, it started to get worse and I tried so many different creams, like it would take years for me to list like everything I tried. Um, and nothing really worked, like nothing was really strong enough. Um, I don't know if you've heard of like limacycline, it's like a antibiotic, I went on that and it was really horrible and I really didn't like it. Um, I went on the pill and it didn't really work and yeah, so when I was 17, I finally got prescribed with Roaccutane, which is also known as Accutane Isotretinoin, and it's just like a really, really strong drug for acne. And that was the kind of last resort drug that kind of cured my acne. Um, and I feel like I'm talking a lot about like what I've taken, but not really about my experience. So I'll talk about my experience as well. But when I went on Roaccutane, I had really bad purging, which is like when your skin gets way worse. So I really wasn't prepared for like how worse, how like how much worse it was gonna get. And that really affected my mental health. And when it was really bad, like when it was purging, that was like the worst acne I've ever had in my life. Like it was cystic, so sore it would bleed and like I sleep on my face with my head to the side and like I'd wake up and like there'd be blood on my pillow like this is really gross but like yeah oh my gosh did it hurt yeah it hurts so much and Accutane like completely dries your whole skin like everything um because I think it just tried I'm not a doctor but I think it tries to like it gets rid of all the oil so it like completely dries your skin. So like I had like eczema and like my face was like raw and so sore, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. That sounds horrible. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. It's fine. It's different for different people. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And so when you had such, I guess, extreme acne, how did you feel like how was that affecting your own mental health because obviously like you said earlier it was having a huge impact on your life did this kind of make you feel more insecure and less confident about yourself yeah a hundred percent um it made me feel really insecure and I would wear makeup to school like I didn't want people to see but and then I felt like even if I wore foundation I felt like it still it looked worse because it kind of enhanced the texture if I was wearing like makeup so like I just didn't know what to do because I was like I don't want to not wear makeup because then it's really red but I don't want to wear makeup because it makes it look worse and like I was just in a really bad headspace and I think acne can really really affect people's mental health and that's obviously why I speak about it so much on my page and I think it's really important to talk about because loads of things affect our mental health in life but your skin that's like your face and everybody sees that when you go out so obviously it's like the center point and it really does like tear you down when you have acne. Was there ever a time where you kind of felt like you lost hope of this ever getting better? Yeah, a hundred percent. I think that's such a normal feeling. Um, so I definitely went through that when I was purging on Accutane. When my acne was the worst it had ever been, I genuinely thought it was just gonna get worse and worse. And I couldn't see like the light at the end of the tunnel. Like I couldn't, I was trying to tell myself that it would get better, but honestly, I really didn't think it would. Um, so yeah, definitely. Can you describe what purging is into um, more details? Yeah, so when you try different creams, um, usually if they're like prescribed by a doctor and high percentage of like a chemical or whatever, um, or if you're on a drug like Accutane, sometimes it doesn't happen for everybody, but sometimes you experience purging, which is when I think it's basically when your skin tries to get rid of all of that nasty bacteria that's underneath the surface of the skin um, so that your skin can then heal. Um, so basically just, it kind of does what it says on the tin. So it just like, everything comes out quite fast um, and then it's clear. Like I have very clear skin now, but when I was on Accutane, my skin was so bad. Like I had spots everywhere, like everywhere like on my chin, like places I'd never had it before. So it basically just gets rid of all the nasty bacteria like everywhere on your face. That's the best way I can describe it. Was it like even more red and more bumpy? Yeah, so it was just like everything times 10. So it was just like more bumpy, more red. Um, And like I said, like, cause my skin was super dry at the time. Um, it was like flaky and it was just dry skin patches. As you, as you kind of went through this experience, how did you eventually find that light at the end of the tunnel? What was the reason why you were able to move on? Yeah, so I think the point where I found like the light at the end of the tunnel was actually when I started my Instagram page. So I started my Instagram like a year after I finished my Roaccutane treatment. 
Um, but for that year before I started my page, I was still really insecure and like I had quite bad scarring left over from the Accutane purging and all of that. So I had loads of hyperpigmentation on my face and I felt so insecure. But I think I finally found light at the end of the tunnel when I realized that like so many people go through this as well. And that was catalyzed by starting my Instagram. Um, so when people, I get a lot of DMs from people, like, how do you find like hope? Like, how can I be hopeful um, in my acne journey? And honestly, I recommend that people start their own account. Like they don't have to make it a really large account or anything like that. Um, but just starting like a separate Instagram and just connecting with people. I think that's the best way that you can start because then the more you see like people with the same skin condition, the more like your head tells you that it's normal. Do you know what I mean? And that's why I make sure that my feed is full of people that have loads of different skin conditions, you know, people of all races, backgrounds. I just think it's really important to like diversify your feed so that you're not just seeing like amazing models every time you scroll because obviously that's going to make you feel like insecure yeah definitely and I wanted to get into um, how social media can affect your mental health and your body image there are so many famous Instagram models who always showcase like them in their hashtag no makeup look or hashtag just woke up like this and then they still look so perfect with beautiful poreless skin so what is your response to this and how do you think social media can affect your mental health yeah I think social media is such a huge thing now and it's just so normal and I think that's why it can really affect your mental health because everybody goes on Instagram when they wake up and like scrolls through. So I think like it affected my mental health for so long. Um, and I'd follow all these models and I'd be like, I want to look like her. Like she's so gorgeous and all of this. But like I was saying before, I think and a really important thing for people to start doing, especially young people, I think, 20 year olds and like you know mid-20s and all of that I think everybody our age is starting to like understand that like you shouldn't really follow all these models but I think the younger younger generation like teenagers I think need to start like following loads of different people you know like diversifying their feed so that they're not just seeing these unrealistic beauty standards um but yeah I don't really know where I was going with that but that's kind of the same thing I just said. So like, honestly, I just think like filters and everything like that are so damaging. And it's really great to see that some like skincare companies and some makeup brands and things like that are starting to ditch the filters, which is amazing um, because obviously that makes things more, more realistic. And skincare ads with no, you know, editing and all of that. It's great. It's amazing to see because obviously the consumer wants to see people who have similar skin to them. They don't want to see an ad for like a skincare brand and it just be someone with dead clear skin because it's like, that's just not realistic and it's not going to get rid of your skin, your acne like that. Yeah, exactly. And I wrote this down because I was scared I was going to forget, but 
I think a major part of social media is also Photoshop. You have apps like Facetune that's super popular and all the influencers, the celebrities use these to post on Instagram. And also, like you said, the companies who promote their own skincare brands use these. So do you feel like Photoshop in a sense, kind of ruined the average teenager, young adult, maybe even adults mindset for themselves and lower their self-worth? Yeah, 100%. And like Photoshop is so good. Like it's an amazing creation. So it's so hard to tell when something's Photoshopped because it's so clever. And I think for that reason that's why it's so damaging and so dangerous for people because you can literally look at a photo of someone and be like they are so gorgeous but it's probably photoshopped like so much <laughs> exactly and I'm not gonna lie like I've definitely used it I think actually for one of the TikToks that, that I posted like obviously I'm breaking out a lot so I'm like hmm, maybe I, you know, should kind of get rid of these, turn on that beauty mode, you know? <laughs> and so, yeah, not proud of it. Probably won't do it in the future, but also at the same time, it's really sad the impact that Photoshop and these filters have left on us. So earlier you were saying how in school you would put on makeup to hide your acne, but also at the same time, you felt like it made it worse because of the texture. So I recently saw a lot of TikToks and Instagram videos, YouTube videos about the way that real makeup looks under normal lighting instead of like ring light. light. <laughs> so... What is your response to that? Because I know a lot of creators have acne and have been struggling with acne for so many years, yet they still decide to put out content that persuades their young audience, this is my skin when it's like photoshopped or just under good lighting. Yeah, so I love the whole movement with real skin under makeup. I think it's so amazing. I post loads of photos like that and I show people like, when you take a photo like straight up, your makeup might look perfect, but if you put yourself in like a light, like a harsh light, you can see all your scars and all your texture. And I love doing posts like that. So like a swipe across to like what my skin actually looks like versus what you think it looks like. Um, Cause from one glance, obviously like skin looks so different to how it looks if you look up close. And that's why I think influence is posting like really perfect makeup it's like does, does it really look like that though no um so yeah I love that movement so much with regard to like youtubers and all of this I think obviously ring lights make you look so much better and I think because youtube is like their career and things like that I understand that they'd want to like look their best on youtube and they want the makeup to look the best it can because that's their job so like beauty creators um, but yeah, it, it is, it did impact me because I've watched YouTube since I was like 10. Like I loved YouTube, watching um, makeup YouTube. And when I was 10, I didn't have any acne, so I didn't really understand. But when I got to like 15 and I'd see, you know, creators 
with perfect skin, it did make me feel really insecure. So I think it's important for YouTubers to also address like what makeup looks like in real life. Um, I don't really know how they do that though. It's like a different social media platform, isn't it? So Instagram, it's really easy to like create a collage and do a swipe across to show people what things really look like in life. Whereas YouTube, I don't really know how you would do that, but yeah. True, yeah. I feel like they'd either have to create a whole entire new video or just randomly, like, if they're doing a vlog, like, hey, guys, look at me here and then look at me under this lighting. Yeah. Yeah, it's honestly kind of tough now that you think about it because, like, after all, it is their job. And having that job to be an influencer, at least stereotypically speaking, it's very, like, beauty focus, which now that I think about it is terrible yeah it's crazy isn't it and I think that's the same with a lot of things in life like models and all of this like it's crazy that that is like beauty is like your job like it's crazy so obviously you're going to want to look your best and obviously you don't want to show like the real side you know unfortunately yeah moving on a little bit more about uh, mental health as well as confidence when you were struggling with acne and you felt like other people were watching you, how did you ultimately get over that barrier of feeling that judgment and taking it like personally? Yeah, so I get this question so many times um, and it's obviously like a really one to, hard one to answer because confidence doesn't come, sorry, confidence doesn't come overnight. It's definitely a process and it definitely was a process for me. Um, so I think first of all I think people should really like take their time and don't put pressure on themselves to feel confident if they want to go out with makeup on um, because they don't want to go out without it with their acne then do whatever you make like do whatever makes you feel the most comfortable a hundred percent because I used to feel so uncomfortable going out without makeup on um, So obviously I would put it on to make myself feel comfortable. And I think that's really important. And then eventually you'll reach a stage where you won't really mind. And I'm trying to think of something to say for like how to get that confidence. Um, But I think it's just a load of things like really like if you think to yourself, people aren't really looking at you like they're very concerned with their own lives And like in everybody's lives, they're the main character. So they're not really going to look too far into your face because they've got their own issues going on. Everybody has their own things going on. So realistically, someone isn't going to look at someone and be like, wow, that pimple is so far to the left. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, what people will see and they'll acknowledge. But I think... I struggled with this and a lot of people probably do is you think that people are really judging but they're not they're so concerned with their own lives that like your zit is not really gonna affect them exactly yeah and I feel like if people do make a mean comment and like a rude comment about your skin it's most likely because they themselves are insecure as well right yeah Once you realize that, I feel like 
you kind of become more at peace with your own situations and separate your life from their lives. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's like anything in life. There's no point in getting so caught up on something that's so small. It's not a small problem. It can be a huge problem for people that acne. But realistically, you're not going to have acne forever. And you only have one life. So you might as well just carry on doing what you love and try and not let that affect it. Because you'll look back and you'll regret not going to that party you know like I there was a few times when I wouldn't go to a party or I wouldn't do things with my friends because of my skin and I look back now and I'm like I wish I went so like my biggest advice to someone who's suffering from acne is don't let it affect your daily life like keep going because honestly there is light at the end of the tunnel and it will get better but you've got to keep going with life um and it's it's like anything really like if you keep yourself busy you're going to be less concerned and less worried about your acne. So yeah, definitely. I love that so much. Oh my gosh. And when you eventually made this realization that you can't let acne stop you from doing things in your daily life, what was that transition like? Did you all of a sudden feel like, what was I doing beforehand? How exactly did this process make you feel it's like the most liberating thing ever because to suffer from acne for like so many years and let it really consume my life and my thoughts when you finally realize that like it's okay and it's normal and so many people have it and like you shouldn't let it affect your daily life it's honestly the most liberating feeling and with my instagram as well like I literally can just post a photo, no edit, no makeup, nothing. And I don't even feel scared anymore. And it's like the most amazing thing because five years ago, I would never ever imagine myself doing that. But now I'm doing that. So like anyone who's in their position right now, if they had ac- have acne and they're suffering, like think about where you could be in five years time. Like you could be sharing an unedited unfiltered photo and like just think about like everything like practice makes perfect and the more you tell yourself that like it's normal and everybody has acne at some point in their life the more you'll you'll think that it's fine and then the more you're the more likely you are to post an unedited photo and honestly it sounds so silly like just posting an unedited photo is like that's so easy Sophie like that's easy but it's like the most amazing thing yeah it's actually harder than I don't know what a boomer would think (laughs) like we have to think about everything especially because of how I guess processed social media became um when you have to think about how your body looks how your skin looks if your makeup is nice if your hair is nice like you have to think about everything and it's just becoming a very hard platform to post those unedited pictures of yourself. Earlier, you mentioned that having acne did affect your normal life and you missed out on a lot of events like fun parties, etc. So do you feel like having acne and feeling insecure about it 
I'm assuming that you automatically took less photos of yourself because you were scared of how it looked and just overall feeling insecure about it. Now looking back on it, do you have any regrets on that? Um, no, I don't have any regrets. Um, I did take photos, but I would use Snapchat filters. So I'd take a selfie, swipe across, make sure you can't really see my acne. And I did use Photoshop as well when I was 15. So I'm here now, like, don't use Photoshop. <laughs> but like, I don't, <laughs> I don't like judge people for using it because I did use it when I was 15. And like, I understand why people use it, especially if they have acne and they don't feel comfortable sharing an unedited, uh, an unedited photo. Like Photoshop, it shouldn't really be a thing, but if it makes you feel more confident, then I guess like that's what I just did. And then eventually you'll reach the stage um, where you know, you'll be able to post without Photoshop. I think the problem with Photoshop, to be honest, is big big creators using it like big influencers I think that's the main problem like having a 15 year old girl who has like 200 followers on her personal account using you know a bit of photoshop it's not necessarily going to do much damage people might think oh I love her skin and then she doesn't necessarily have clear skin but it's the big creators and the big influencers the photoshopping I think that's the real damaging thing because millions of people are seeing that and millions of people are comparing themselves to those people you know big creators in general I feel like if they use photoshop it's okay too as long as they own up to it yeah one like huge pet peeve of mine is when they're like no I, I didn't do this I didn't get plastic surgery I was born this way I didn't I would never use Photoshop ever in my life. I'm like, girl, just, you don't have to do this to yourself. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just telling the truth and being real, that will make people like you more. Like if you're like a famous person, surely, surely like if you share like the real parts of your life, more people are going to relate to that because like that's real and that's normal and lots of people go through things like that. So I think it's, um, I love it when really famous influencers like share their skin on their stories or like say that they've been suffering from acne because it's like, wow, like, do you know how many people that that's going to make feel more comfortable? Like just posting a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm, I'm sure they know like their influences for a reason. They are huge influences yeah. to their followers. So doing something that may seem small to them or uh, yeah, doing something that may seem small to them will actually create a huge impact on their followers. Yeah, 100%. Like, could you imagine if Kim Kardashian shared an unedited photo of her if she had acne? Yeah. Like, imagine the response. It'd be overwhelming and it'd be so positive. So I think just really famous people need to like hop on the bandwagon and I'm sure that it will happen and it's starting to happen a bit more, but yeah. Definitely, yeah. Aside from everything we just talked about, 
Do you have any final tips slash stories you want to share on how you began practicing self-love and grew to become a more confident person? Yeah, so I think the main thing with self-love is just like posting those analytic photos. That was the big, big step for me. And we talked about that so much. Um, But also um, being real and like on my Instagram, if I ever want to post a really nice selfie of myself um, when I'm really dressed up and looking cute I I always post like a swipe to like what I look like then or like what I look like when I'm just chilling at home you know and I that's really helped with my like self-love journey because like you can love yourself as like the most beautiful made up version but you can also love yourself when you're in bed with a cup of tea and no makeup wet hair you know like yes you know like loving yourself both ways is like really important for self-love I think and so for some listeners who may not want to post their journeys online with Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, whatever social media they use, what advice do you have for them? Like, what are some other techniques you have? Yeah, so if they're not, like, wanting to share their journey, I think just follow people, like, influencers like me, and there's so many, and, like, obviously you don't have to share your own journey, but if if you follow people's journeys that will help you because you'll see people becoming more confident and they might have similar skin to you so definitely um hit the follow button on like my account loads of other people's accounts because honestly if you click follow on my account it'll probably come up with recommended and there's like honestly probably thousands of skin positivity influences and body positivity influences too like I don't necessarily do that but I think it's so important as well um but yeah doing that and like in day-to-day um it sounds really cringe but like when you're like looking in the mirror doing your makeup it's natural to think like oh I wish I did my eyebrows better like they look bad I think like just tell yourself like no no do you know what it's fine it's a tiny little hair on my eyebrow like it's fine I'm still cute (laughs) yes you're still cute okay guys like put that as your notification do whatever you want with it (laughs) stuff on your mirror like you're beautiful yes oh my gosh I love that so much like little affirmations affirmations I've actually got cards I got them by a brand really really kindly um but they're like little affirmation cards and every morning you turn one round but it's about skin. Like it's literally about your skin. So it's like, my skin is beautiful the way it is. It's amazing. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. so cool. I need it. What, what is it called? I don't know if they sell them. This is the thing. I might start selling them. Oh, dang. You got the exclusive. <laughs> Business idea. You had it here first. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Credit or else we're <laughs> suing. <laughs> Just kidding. For legal reasons. That was a joke. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit more about how you care for your skin. And just a disclaimer, we are not licensed doctors. This is strictly our own experiences. So with that being said, 
What specific skincare brands or products did you use that worked for you? Okay, so I use so much skincare. So there's so many brands that I love so, so much. And I'm, I'm so fortunate that I get to work with skincare brands now. Like, it's actually crazy to me. And it's amazing. And I love all skincare brands that I work with. Um, but when I was really suffering from acne, so obviously now I don't have any acne. I get like breakouts and stuff, but it's not it's not acne. I'm wearing makeup, but I've got like a zit there. Uh, um, like one there. Hey, yeah. join, join me. <laughs> Fine, skin positivity. We're still beautiful. Yes. We're still cute. Exactly. We're still cute. Period. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, I was trying to say. So when I had acne, I hadn't got my, I hadn't had my like influencer account. So I wasn't being sent like PR from skincare companies. So I was kind of just using like CeraVe, La Roche-Posay, um, and then medicated gels from the doctors. Um, but when I was a teenager, I wasn't really like bothered about skincare. I was like, oh, that's so much effort. Like <laughs> I can't be bothered to like wash my face every night. So I'd kind of wash it with water and then chuck on like the cream that I got from the doctors basically but like last year in lockdown I got really into skincare and I was like do you know what I'm gonna look after my skin (laughs) and when my skin journey started and I found the ordinary and I just started buying like loads of stuff from the ordinary trying all of their products like Alpha Arbitin the um peeling solution which is the red mask yeah, so I started experimenting like a year ago with skincare, and now I have so much skincare. Like I can't <laughs> even—I'm never going to use it all. But I am doing a giveaway soon on my page, so you guys heard it here first. Go check out her page. <laughs> Nowadays, I kind of have to try like loads of different things, like to review and things like that. Um, but Banish—I don't know if you've ever heard of Banish acne scars. No, I haven't. Yeah, so they're an amazing company and they have loads and loads of different, you know, skincare products with vitamin C, which is like my favorite skincare ingredient for getting rid of hyperpigmentation and acne scars. I think vitamin C is such an important ingredient to have in your skincare. Um, And if you're not going to use any other like skincare ingredient, use vitamin C because honestly, the glow is so real yes and once you Mm -hmm. like start using a vitamin c product every single day um you will definitely see a difference um reduction in like scarring and you know when you have a spot and then it goes and then there's like a mark yeah Mm -hmm. like vitamin c if you use it regularly like that will barely be there like it will go so far wow that's magical (laughs) i need to check it out is amazing yeah I need you need to give me some recs after this episode (laughs) like wow I need I'm I need to learn about skincare a lot more (laughs) what are some lifestyle changes that help your skin because from my research I know that anything from your diet your sleep schedule your stress level these are all things that can impact your skin So what are some changes that you made that you feel like helped your skin become clearer? 
Yeah, so I think it really depends on like your acne and some people's acne will be triggered by like diet reasons. Um, but mine personally wasn't, it was genetic. So my dad had it when he was younger. So it was kind of unavoidable. And even if I ate like the cleanest diet, I would still probably have acne. So I think like definitely um, go to your doctor, make sure you know what type of acne you have, whether it's her like hereditary or whether it's... Um, like concerned with diet because if it is concerned with diet obviously it's good to change up your diet and see like if it's dairy or see like what what is making you break out um but if you if it's not diet and you've tried like everything I think don't be scared to just have like a chocolate bar and like you know eat eat dairy because like realistically I could have had a dairy-free diet and I still would have had cystic acne and then I didn't have all the, and then I wouldn't have had all the chocolate, you know, which is just sad because yeah. everyone loves chocolate. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think really important to like find out what, what type of acne you have. And the only person that can help you with that is your dermatologist or a doctor. Um, lifestyle as well. Obviously, everybody says drinking water is so good. And to be honest, it's true. I drink so much water now when I was younger I didn't obviously it's not going to clear your skin but I think obviously drinking water all the time is great for your body it's going to flush out all the harmful toxins so obviously that's going to help with your skin it's not going to clear your cystic acne but it will help with the glow and it does just help in general but I hate it when people say it cleared my skin drink water drink water but it won't clear your skin <laughs> but it <laughs> so I'm really curious to know what are your thoughts on um chloral fill water gosh I've never heard of that actually no I have that was on TikTok wasn't it yes like the green drops that they put into their water yeah I saw that I don't really know too much about that whole craze but I'm pretty sure do you know skincare with Hiram yes I'm pretty sure he did a video on it like it's not true I mean I don't know I'm just I could <laughs> somewhere that. Sorry, Hiram. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> I want to do research into that now actually yes oh my gosh I would love to like see a reel or a Instagram highlight about it yeah I think someone has done one but I can't remember who it was yeah it's really interesting because like when I'm on TikTok and I see that I'm like okay I kind of want to try it but also at the same time is this a scam (laughs) there's so much scams with skincare like a hundred percent it's like when people say like put toothpaste on your spots like no yeah I I used to do that (laughs) oh no I used to put pseudocreme do you know pseudocreme like a really thick cream no I never heard of that but like I used to put that on my spots not good not good toothpaste there's like so many and it's like get rid of your blackhead in overnight (laughs) it's like no that's not gonna happen (laughs) exactly gosh but they're so tempting to watch I'm like it's one click away what are your thoughts on hormonal acne because I know this is also pretty tough to deal with since it's kind of like um, genetics how you really don't have that much control over it so I don't know if you have experience with this but if so how did you deal with it Yeah, so I think to some extent mine was hormonal as well. So it was in my genes, so I was bound to get it. But also I 
it was definitely hormonal because it started when I hit puberty. So it was pretty much hormonal acne all the way through. And I don't know if it's the same for everybody that has hormonal acne, but there were times when it was really bad and then it was really good. And I think that's the hardest thing to deal with because it's like such rapid change. Um, and it's like, why can't my skin stay like this? And then the next week it's like, goes back to like really, really inflamed and sore. Um, and I think you've just got to be patient. Like that's the best advice I can give someone. Like you've just got to be patient because realistically you're going to be trying all these different creams and they're not going to work like that. So you've just got to have like patience that eventually your hormonal acne will start to get better. Um, I haven't experienced adult hormonal acne yet. I'm 20, so I might like in the future. Um, but I know that can also be really hard um, when you're in your like mid 20s and stuff, because when you're a teenager, I think it's more common to have acne, like for sure. Um, so I think having adult acne is like a different ball game in that sense. Um, and I might go through that, but we'll see. But generally with hormonal acne, I think patience is the most important thing. Yes, I completely agree. And that is something that I'm suffering with right now. And I didn't even really notice until you pointed it out how one week it'd be so different. And that's like exactly what I just said in the beginning of the episode. Yeah, so it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, you just got to be patient because obviously your hormone, your hormones are changing all the time when you're like a teenager. And they're going up and down and fluctuating. So obviously your skin's going to like match that and fluctuate. And there's literally nothing you can do apart from just be patient. Try and, you know, tell yourself you're still beautiful. You're still cute. Like it's fine. And it will, it will eventually, you know, reduce and go away. Wait, let's, let's repeat it. You're still cute. <laughs> you're still cute. <laughs> And so before we end this episode, what is one final advice, story, or encouragement you'd like to share with the listeners? Gosh, one final thing. I feel like I've said so much and covered most of what I like, feel passionately about, um, but I've probably said it already, but just you know, follow people that you wouldn't necessarily follow and diversify your Instagram because you're seeing that every day and you want that to be positive and you, social media can be such a positive place and that's what I'm trying to do and that's what lots of other people are trying to do um, is try and make it more positive, you know, so that people aren't suffering as much mentally um, because of the way they look. Um, so that's probably my biggest advice and also if you're suffering from acne right now it will get better and I know you don't think it will but it just will it just will and honestly you just got to persevere push through it everybody's acne journey is different and everybody's takes different time frames but eventually your acne will get better and if it doesn't you're still so worthy of like love with acne it's just the outside it's what's on the inside it's what's on the inside that matters most and people will realize that in life and if if your crush at school is making fun of you for your acne right now because I know a few of my crushes at school did that to me <gasps> what right oh my god mm -hmm. but now but now they're like 
Sophie, I'm really proud of your page. Like, it's so cool that you're opening up. But like, my advice is like, people will see through the acne eventually. Like, they're just clicking on things. It's about what's on the inside that matters. 100%. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And also, if you do meet those people who are making fun of you, and then like, making you feel bad about yourself, honestly, distance your distant yourself away from them I think that's the most important part and keep in mind your own self-worth that's so important and I know it's so easy to lose that but just keeping that in mind constantly reminding yourself of it say affirmations you know like there's so many different techniques you can do to practice self-love and once again you're still cute (laughs) (laughs) exactly you're still cute you're still beautiful and you're still worthy if you have acne Sophie where can my listeners connect with you so my Instagram is skin with Soph and my TikTok is Sophie Dove so my surname's Dove so my name is Sophie Dove but I'm just Soph like now um but my Instagram is my main place where I post and things like that and I might start YouTube but I don't know (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on my show, Sophie. I think this was such an enlightening episode and also something that's very reassuring to most teens. And to everyone listening, be sure to follow my Instagram at the Study Break Podcast, as well as tuning into your favorite podcast app, follow Study Break there, and listen to a new episode every Tuesday. Thank you all so much for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye.